Hi there, it's Cindy Novotny, and welcome to my podcast, My Secrets to Stamina. So what is balance? It defines you, but does it really define you? I'm going to share with you how to live your life, loving life, maybe without the balance that you think you need. I'm the one that first and foremost is called a radical mentor because I really do let people know you can have the life you want and you don't have to worry about what everybody else thinks. I'm the one that's going to help you feel good about enjoying this life and the person you are to achieve that success. So if you're a first time listener, get ready for a great journey. And if you've been with us before, welcome back. So today I am thrilled to have my friend, one of the best hockey players of all time, Mr. Tamu Solani. Tamu is known as the Finnish Flash, former NHL player for the Winnipeg Jets, Anaheim Ducks, San Jose Sharks, and the Colorado Avalanche. Tamu won the Stanley Cup in 2007, and it was an ultimate dream to see him win that. Not only is he one of the most genuine people you will ever meet, he has such beloved fans, and he is a love player among all those fans. An Olympic medal winner was also great for the home country of Finland, which he absolutely loves. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2017. In 2013, he and his beautiful wife, Serpa, who's also a good friend of mine, opened their first restaurant in Laguna Beach, California, called Salani Steak Tavern. He's the dad of four, our neighbor of over 20 years, and a lifelong friend. So welcome, Tamu. Thank you. That was a long introduction. But, I know, uh, but you got a long... You did, you did a great job. <laughs> a long career. <laughs> So we're going to start out, and I just want you to tell us how it all began in Finland, chasing your dreams to be a hockey player. I know your your dear parents played a very pivotal role in that. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, actually growing up in Finland, you know, hockey is the, by far the biggest sport. And uh, I think some point, all the kids, doesn't matter if, if it's boy or girl, you're going to try hockey at some point. And, uh, you know, I always loved the sports. My two brothers and myself, we played uh, every day some sports. And then hockey just was the most fun. And uh, when I was five, I started skating. When, when I was eight, I went to my first team. And uh, But I played multiple scores, uh, sports. I think uh, that has really benefited for me. I played soccer. I played ice band. I track and field. And obviously hockey was the most fun. So I think I knew that I'm going to be a athlete some way uh, but you never know there's so a lot of move, moving parts and um, and you always hope that you can stay healthy and uh, my parents try to uh, not force but uh, remind me that you know the school is very important but that didn't go very well <laughs> sports went better yes and you know what we have a, we have a fair deal like when i was uh, 13 my dad said okay i see the passion for the sports and uh, let's try how far you can go and but as long as you look after the school, okay. And uh, that was a green light for me that I'm going to put all the focus and my passion for the, uh, for the sports. And then if, if it doesn't work, I can always go back to school. Yeah, and you're doing the same thing with you. You did exactly the same thing with your kids. Absolutely. I think obviously, you know, I think the parents' uh, job is more to try to offer your, your kids something what they, you know, start loving, you know. I think... Key thing to happiness is that uh, every morning when you wake up, you have something that you love to do, you know, and that's too many people wakes up every morning and they go to work that they don't actually like it. And, uh, you know, it's it's a hard life that way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're like me, although I wasn't a, you know, professional athlete. <laughs> you <but>, kid. <laughs> but I go fast, too. Not quite as fast yeah. as you. But 
I have lived on the road, as you know. I traveled all the time. I took Jesse out of school, took her on the road, and still have a wonderful marriage and did it. And so, you know, what's your secrets to, like, what I call my secret to stamina? You did it. You know, Serpa was home while you would be traveling. Because it's, it's hard to be on the road as a professional hockey player. I mean, but what was your secret? Because you kept it going and you did a really good job. Well, just like I, I said a little bit that, you know, I found my passion and my, like, uh, you know, thing, you know, and, and, you know, obviously playing hockey in North America, it, it, like you said, it's a lot of traveling. And, and by the way, I don't know how you do that because obviously in the little while it's fun to stay in the five-star uh, hotels and uh, eat every night in a nice place, but it's getting old, you know. And right. uh, But, you know, I think following your dreams and following your, your passions and, you know, I'm very lucky that uh, hockey became my job as well. I ne- but I never felt that it's my job. I, I think I, I always said that, you know, I could do this for free. And these crazy people are paying a lot of money yeah. for playing this. But uh, I, like I said, I think the key for the happiness, happiness is that you find the passion and the work that you love to do. And it doesn't really feel like a work after that. But uh, I, I played a long time, 21 years, and uh, but it was fun. I think that that's the most important thing that uh, I enjoyed that long time. And even uh, like you know, I had some great years when I was younger, but somehow the satisfaction came even more when I was older. There was different uh, challenges. Um, and when I knew that it's going to be over next couple of years, you know, you start even appreciating more what you have, you know. And I tried to actually retire nine years, but it, it couldn't work, you know, because I <laughs> I always felt that, you know what, I'm not done. I, I still enjoy this too yeah. much. So I think it's all about that you find your, your things that you love to do. Yeah, and to this day, I mean, you go, if you go and watch the Ducks play, I mean, it's like they almost forget who's out in the eyes. They're like, oh, there's Timu. I mean, because you've got those incredible fans. And the one thing that... I always, you know, when Jessie was little, when she turned 13, you signed a hockey stick for her. That's when we first became friends. And I remember going to the games, all the games that we could go together. And and the thing that I admired the most was you were the last person there signing autographs. And and that, I think that set you apart from so many people. I mean, what what do you have to say about all your fans and, and why you felt so compelled to be such a genuine person to them? That's a good question. I think I, I always love, loved people and I almost always enjoy to meet them. And, you know, obviously every person is different and every athlete is different. They don't, some people are very private. They don't want to open their lives or even conversations very much. But for me, it was so natural, you know, like I really enjoy the fans and I we had a great relationship over the years. And uh, uh, so... It was just fun for me, and uh, I, when I s- saw that, and I realized how much I, they appreciate that you, you give the effort, and you're very nice for them. You know, they're gonna treat you like a king. And I, my, my mother always said that treat the people the way that you want them to treat you. And I, that's a, a, probably the best advice that I ever ever got uh, uh, from anybody, pretty much. And uh, I always think about that. You know what? It, it's gonna, if that's gonna take me extra five or ten minutes. And I'm going to make some people happy. It's worth it, you know. And uh, too bad a lot of people, athletes and normal people, they don't understand that. But uh, the little things, even the little smile here and there for some people can make a big difference. So, uh, But like I said, for me, everything came very naturally and very easily because I like the people and, you know, 
I, 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 I was enjoying to make them happy. So, and I, I, and you said five or ten minutes. I know because I stood there many times. It was like an hour. I mean, you did. It was amazing. Your car was the last one to leave, and we just would hang out because it was fun. And we, because we were friends with you, we got to go back and see all you guys come out. And I mean, that's like memories for Jessica and for us. Um, in fact, I, I'm going to have to show everybody the picture, my very first picture that I had taken with you. You know, I look a little younger. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Oh, they look safe. Oh, my gosh. So um, I know that Finland, you know, you went back all the time. You still go back to Finland. I know that, you know, things changed a little with everything that went on in our world and not being able to get back as much. But um, you do so much. I mean, you had, I don't know if you still have that, the camp or the, the hockey yep. camp. 26 Did, years. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that because I think that's so great. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, life has uh, treated us so well and it's always fun to give back. And uh, uh, early early 90s, we start uh, uh, organizing this hockey school for one week for the people. Uh, it's all charity. Nobody's going to make money. Uh, we just try to offer the kids uh, opportunity to come and and, uh, and play hockey and have fun together. And... Uh, now it's 26 years, you know, so I think every time when you can give back, you know, it, it's make you feel good. And, uh, you know, obviously Finland has been very good for me and I always try to, you know, talk highly about Finland and even there's good things and, and you know, not so good things. But uh, but still, I'm very proud of where, I, where I'm from and uh, and we always go there in the summertime for two months and then. Lately, we have we have been going there in the Christmas time. Obviously, now with this uh, COVID, you know, it has been a little more harder. But uh, it's always fun to go back there, especially summertime. The people are so happy and yeah. and uh, enjoying the life. So uh, winter, if if anybody wants to go there, just go in the in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, but in winter, it's like Santa Claus and the the northern lights and. Like that's kind of yeah, cool. that's actually the the north is cool. There's a lot of and, and I'm very happy that we got the white Christmas this uh, this winter and this uh, Christmas. But like it's so dark and cold. You know, I remember the days when I went to school. Ten o'clock, it was dark, and I got off. Two o'clock, it was dark, and it was just like depressing. You know, and uh, but you know, I, I did, you didn't know better than that you know yeah. you just get used to it but now when you find the california sun and weather <laughs> and people complain yeah, it rains one day it's it's a hard to imagine to go back there in, no, in november, yeah. november you know, i know if it, you don't have to right exactly so after years of playing you were able to achieve the ultimate goal uh winning with the ducks and uh the stanley cup i know that lefty had the time of his life that night celebrating he thought he was in the game but uh, tell us about what a great fun, how, I mean, it was great and fun, but just what that must have felt like. I remember how the cup was in your backyard and it just was so fun. You had it around and. Yeah, it, it's so unique. First of all, it's so hard to win, you know, and I had to wait 15 years to even get the chance to, to go to the finals. And, uh, you know, when you're a little boy, you always dream about to play in the outdoors or in your backyard and you always think about that you're going to. Uh, scored the winning goal in the game seven in the standing up finals and then I always remember that morning that uh, I was uh, almost 37 years old and uh, I realized today is the day you know we have, we're gonna have a chance to win the cup and and I, and I thought for sure I'm gonna be retiring after that and uh, you know then uh, you know when when you win that and when I got that the cup first time above my head you know that's just it's almost like now I can 
someday die uh, in a ha- as a happy man you know it's it's just like a, everybody's goal and and an and ultimate challenge to win the cup and um, but it's so hard there's so many unbelievable players that they have never chance to win the cup and it's kind of sad but uh, for me especially when I had to wait at 15 years it was so unique and uh, and I thought I was done for sure it took seven months after that that I came back but only because you know I still felt that I have passion and something to give to the game and I enjoyed it uh, so much but um, that was for sure to biggest crown in yeah. my, my my career it was definitely lefties yeah lefty yeah, lefty was yeah. very was drunk a, that night he was very <laughs> he was, his picture there's that picture of you with your arms but it's lefty's head and it looks like people it's your arms all the muscle and lefty yeah that, those are my arms yeah. <laughs> um so one of the things i have just loved uh watching is you know serpa has done such a great job obviously um you know, always positive, always right there, always just, there was never a moment where I ever saw her like, oh, I can't believe I could, you know, I'd take the kids, go to school. Mm. And then, of course, watching the boys grow up and watching them become unbelievable in their lives as, a, as adult men now, but then Vera coming along. And so having a girl and and seeing her transform i remember when serpa knew she was having the girl i'm she's not putting on a pair of skates (laughs) so tell us a little bit about that yeah obviously after three boys you know the the whole idea about having uh, or trying the girl was like our good friend from finland the family came here they have three three girls and um, and after after two weeks visit my serpa told me that you know we gotta try one more, you know. And Levi, the youngest, was seven at the time or six, and I said, "No way, that's that's uh, that's enough, you know. Uh, life is easy, you know. We don't need a. And how about we if you get the fourth fourth boy? So she read the book, How to Choose the Sex of Your Child, and she said, "It's hundred percent sure." And and two three months, I said, "No, no." And then finally, I got enough. I said, "Okay, sit down. Let's have a piece of paper and pen." And I start uh, writing down. I don't have to wake up during the night. I don't have to do that, 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 that. If I don't have to, sign it. <laughs> and she signed right away. So, all right. And then we got the legal. I'm, I'm so happy we got that because uh, three boys are obviously, you know, so great. But uh, having a little girl, it's totally different, different case. And you know, now she's a really good tennis player. And it's it's something that we can do together because I love golf and tennis. And even this morning, we were hitting two hours, and uh, she has a lot of passion uh, in uh, for tennis, and uh, I, I can help her so much. And uh, this is our thing, you know. And uh, obviously, I didn't have uh, exactly the same opportunities for my boys because I was still playing, playing um, my own hockey. And uh, uh, but uh, the commitment and the passion and the dedication is there. It takes a lot of discipline and. Uh, I think that part I can really teach uh, for all of them, uh, not the only athletes, but uh, in normal life that refuse to have a bad day. Just, just find, even the tough days, just try to find somehow to be a good person and, and play well. And, uh, and if it's sports, play your best and worst game cap as close as you can. That's what, what separates the people. And uh, we all create people when we have, we have a good day, you know, and, uh, but when, when you're struggling or you have some challenges, that's how you judge the, your character. And that's what I try to teach, uh, not only for my, bo- my, my kids, but everybody, you know, I think that's a very important thing that uh, you learn that. And um, 
that's life is going to be way easier that way. Yeah. And she just won something. I saw her holding her cup up. Yeah. She, yeah. she has won a couple of tournaments and does, you know, she has, she has worked so hard. And, and actually we, she was playing tennis a little bit before. I mean, two, three times, just like a country club tennis until the COVID hit. And luckily we have our own, own uh, tennis court. And all of a sudden we're, we're playing two, two times, two hours at a time every day. Yeah. And, you know, like, like last two years, she has improved so much that she can pretty much challenge all the 14-year-olds here. Yeah. So that's a really, really good sign. And, um, and she's not done, you know, like it's, uh, I'm very, very happy that it's her passion, not mine. And I can, like I said, I love tennis. I'm pretty good in tennis as well. So I can really help uh, her so many different yeah. ways. So. And coach her and, and give her that confidence, which I think is great. Ah, that's uh, everything. And, you know, that's all I always say when she wins it, that it must be a coaching. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Now she also yeah. took on, you know, having puppies. Like she was a real big. I wasn't she kind of the the, the reason behind the the Rottweilers having the puppies, right? Yes, absolutely. She has always said, "Let's have a leader." You know, we have a really high breed, nice, uh, nice uh, female Roddy, and uh, and then you know, uh, normal circumstances, I would say no. But the COVID was perfect time because we all had a time. It's so hard that eight weeks when. Uh, and then we found that the really, really nice male, and, and we did it. And when we got those puppies, first of all, it's a beautiful way how the female dogs look. At, you don't have to do anything. They, they know exactly what to do. And it's all like we read, obviously, the books, how this is going to happen. And it was exactly by the book. It's so beautiful. And it, it, but it took a lot of energy. And, you know, like uh, technically first week or so, so, something, there has to be somebody all the time with them, you know. And uh, uh, so luckily the whole family chip in and, you know, like there's two hours every night somebody stayed up with the, with the puppies and, and then next one came and, you know, yeah. that it was teamwork. And, but for sure Vera was the more, most dominated and, you know, she, she probably thought that she's the, you know, the master of she this whole thing. But, you know, she was, of course, she was uh, sleeping whole night though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you, was it eight that you had? We got, actually, you know what? We got 10, ten. but we lost one after the uh, third day. Oh. The one got stuck in the, uh, under, her, uh, under the mom. And uh, it, it was a sad thing. But, yeah. you know, I heard that's a very common thing. Yeah. But, you know, we got nine and uh, we kept two. So now we have three roddies and, um, you know, yeah. Yeah, so we love dogs. So I we know. had six total yeah. now. I know. Well, we yeah. love dogs too, yeah. as you know. Yeah. We love dogs. Yeah. So uh, you just celebrated your eighth, which I think is we love the number eight. Yeah. Right. Uh, your eighth anniversary at Solani Steakhouse. I mean, I think, you know, obviously I'm a partner in a restaurant. And as you know, you're it's your restaurant. You own it. You have a partner. But it, you've done such a good job of really. I mean, I listen to people all the time that don't know that I know you just talking randomly about, oh my gosh, I love Solani Steakhouse and it's just so great. I mean, what do, what do you contribute to your success in that restaurant? Well, I think it's a, very much like a hockey team or any any uh, place that you need everybody on board. And, and, and uh, obviously you have to choose the right people for work for you. And then you have to treat them well. And then... Uh, you don't have to, but you want to treat them right. well. And then we, we have been trying to make that, like, it's like a family, you know. It's a fun place to come to work. 
And I think that's the most important. Like I said, like we were talking earlier, the happiness is when you, when you come to work and you love your job. That That's what it takes, you know. And I'm very proud of our staff. And uh, we try to m- make that feel like a family and uh, like a hockey team that it's fun to come and they, they work hard and we appreciate what they do. It's not the easy business, like you know, but uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I always... Tw- playing 21 years in NHL, we always went to the best restaurants in every city. And I always said, you know what, when I'm done, that would be cool to have a, a own restaurant and especially a steakhouse. Because you love steak. Yes. I saw, those, I saw those tomahawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, and the thing is, you know, like, like luckily it's a 30 minutes from where I live because otherwise I think I would be there every night. And uh, you just can't go there without drinking, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. You, you have to have your uh, dirty martini and a uh, cup of wi- a glass of wine do, uh, with with your meal, and then maybe dessert, uh, a drink, and then you realize you can't drive anymore. Yeah, you have to sleep there. <laughs> <laughs> or take a Uber. I know, I know. That is the one thing is that we, when we've gone down there, we have done the Uber yeah. because. You know, our restaurant's just kind of like real close. I know, you guys are very lucky. We can go through the parking lot and into the Mexico very quickly. Yeah, Yeah, so I know. Um, So now that you have more time on your hands, I mean, uh, I know you love playing golf and tennis, but are there any other things you're doing or what's your... What's the future? That's a good question, you know. I've been waiting the time that if I would get too bored and... uh, Maybe I, I want to get back to hockey a little bit because Ducks, I know they want would like like to me to start working for them a little more. But so now I do a little charity work for the Ducks, and uh, but that's pretty much so far. But you know, like I've been very happy. I've been very selfish with my time when I, after when I retired because obviously thirty plus years with somebody else's schedule. You know, that's something that you know. You want to manage your own time and own a decision what to do. But we, I do a lot of nice uh, golf trips. Uh, uh, but, but lately, you know, the, all the time has gone for various tennis, you know. And, yeah, uh, and, and then Yeah, and the family. We, we, two boys are playing college hockey in Boston. We, we go there once in a while. We go back to Finland to see our parents and stuff. And so we are, we are busy all the time, but uh, we try to be busy with our own terms, you know, but uh, lately I've been thinking about that, you know, maybe I could start giving a little more time back for hockey and uh, not this year, but maybe uh, for next season. Uh, so let's see what, what that brings. That fun. Yeah, that's something like, not every day, but maybe yeah. maybe three times a, a week, something like that. Yeah. And um, I know I would have a lot of lot, lot to give, you know, but uh, the big, biggest question is that do I Want have you. a time? Yeah. We'll see, and I think... Knowing you and knowing all the times we'd be at your house and your house was always full. People just, I mean, I think people just thought they could just come. I mean, whether they were coming from Finland or like they just showed up. I mean, you would say, come on over and we'd come. And then there's like 30 random people. And you gave, both you and Serpa just gave so much of yourself. And I know myself that that can be exhausting, just mm. being on the road and giving so much of myself out there that when I come home, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to do anything. So I get it. Yeah, it takes a lot of, but you know, it's, it's also, you need to be a, different, a certain personality that uh, enjoy the company and me and my wife be both are like that and but of course like you said enough is enough and we know that now now there's a less visitors but uh, still we are happiest when we're active and we do things and uh, yeah, with a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah the friends sure. you know so we, there's no complaints and obviously when i 
when I still played, you know, we had all the time somebody uh, from Finland. And obviously, when I played for Winnipeg, it was a very cold environment and nobody wanted to come visit us. But now when we move to California, there's a guest list. You yeah, know? yeah, you're like, hi, is the room's available? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So as I start to close it up, and I so appreciate your time. I mean, people are going to love hearing you. Uh, if you could share any advice to everyone listening on how, I mean, you've told a lot about being positive, but what it is to achieve the goals. I mean, you are living a really fulfilling life. There's a lot of athletes that have, have became mm. very successful, but they didn't keep their family, like they didn't stay happy. And if there's any advice, what would you give them on how to have the life they want, whatever it might be in business or, you know, athletics, whatever? Well, like I said earlier, like, you, first of all, you have to start something that you love to do. And it, there's so many moving parts. You have to work, you have to dream big, believe yourself, work hard, and just like, like I said, refuse to have bad days. I think those are like the things what, what makes you successful. And then, you know, just find a balance also that you have to have a rest, you know, and uh, you have to look after the, uh, your family and the, your loved ones. And that's all, a lot of times it's, that's a big challenge because if, if you are very career oriented and then you have family and kids, it's super hard to, hard to balance that. So you have to make a decision about how to, how to manage those, those things. And, uh, and, uh, but, you know, the thing is, be positive, work hard, and believe yourself. And I always said, just keep smiling. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> we are one of the happiest yeah, guys, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, you know, again, you didn't have the 9 to 5 job Monday through Friday. And, and that's what I talk about. I didn't have the Monday through Friday 9 to 5. And Lefty and I are together. We travel a lot more is, By the way, is Lefty really working? Because I know you do a lot, but... It seems to me that Lefty is just like uh, travel, traveling with you and just you know <laughs> playing golf and you know go to restaurants, organize the restaurants, the, the, the tea times and and uh, reservations. He's really working. Yeah, he is. I'll tell you, he is like the the mystery man behind the scenes. I mean, without Lefty, genuinely, <laughs> and people that work with us know it really wouldn't happen. I'd be a hot mess. Okay, <laughs> he basically has to keep the wheels on the bus. Okay. Right? He has to run the finances. He's got to run the business. So yeah, he does have to work. He's and and the good news is is that now he's becoming more more popular and he has really? no social media or anything. It's all because I put him on all my social media. We'll be walking like through O'Hare and people will be like, oh, is that lefty? Because it's the mustache, I think. He's yeah, I don't. Other than Tom Selleck, he's the only one that had a mustache since the day I met him. He's never shaved it, ever. It's funny. He hasn't changed like in 20 <laughs> years. That, that's so funny. But uh, Remember, but his golf like, game is still the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you used to say he looked like, what was it, a German porn star or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the best. We had some fun times. Sure. So thank you. And to all of you, please join me for my next episode as I speak to the one and only Colin Howie. For those who may not know Colin, he's an amazing event designer, lifestyle advisor, interior designer, author, and my dear friend. He literally wears and has worn so many hats in his ever-evolving career. He's famously known for being the luxury wedding and event designer, being the planner of choice for some of the biggest celebrities in the world. We'll talk about it all, and this is the one you also won't want to miss. So again, Tamu, thank you, love you, and I'm so proud to have you as a friend. Thanks for having me.